you have officially been cleared for communication with the Is It Safe podcast. Your contacts code names are Luke. It comes out in these locker rooms and shit. Like I've, I've heard bona fide stories, uh, verified stories of like the baseball team at Eastern all getting together and masturbating with each other in the same room. Mike. I appreciate the outfits that Peyton Stewart wore. He looked like an old school racist golfer. Like he, he wasn't a racist as far as I know, but you know, like the Vagger Bantz racist golfers of the old timey days. And Scott. In your relative relationships, do you have like artists, musicians, actors, actresses, da da da, that you just have both bonded over? In our and Stephanie and I's relationship, Peter Sarsgaard is just one of these weird outlying actors that we both like have a crush on. Welcome in to the Is It Safe talk show. Dearly departed this week, Christine McVie, Fleetwood Mac, she passed away. And I thought it'd be apropos to start the show with her because she doesn't get nearly enough credit that she deserves. Everybody talks about Stevie Nicks and how they want to fuck her and blah, blah, blah. And good old Lindsey Buckingham's voice. Which is great. He's a great, talented person, and Mick Fleetwood is the most overrated guy there ever was. He's just there. He's done a lot. He's done a lot with nothing. So yeah, he's just there. Christy McVie died at seventy nine. Drummers like that. I, I can't. Like, I am a drummer, but Mick Fleetwood. <laughs> you know, he's all right. Anyways, Christy McVie died at seventy nine years old this week, and uh, she was a good woman. Uh, any commentary, Scott? You're our resident musical uh, yeah. authority. No, it's a, it's an, uh, one of those deaths. I like bagging on the Leota death, so it's way more important uh, than Ray Leota's <laughs> death or any of these other boners. But, How uh, about what she contributed to life? Not uh, so much. Her, we know you get fucking calling, dying. But, uh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, as far as calling someone a good person, I, I can't speak to that. I can neither confirm nor deny that Christine McVie was a good human, but certainly seemed like it. And, uh, yeah, listen to some Christine McVie-centric Fleetwood Mac this week. She wrote half uh, the songs on Rumors. With, really? I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, she wrote... She is a huge writing portion of Fleetwood Mac, so... Just wanted to make Definitely. sure Christine you're right, McVie got uh, her due. You're right, Stevie just is the outsized personality that, you know... Stevie Nicks is the Michigan football of of uh, Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> uh, That's putting it mildly. Very funny. Very funny, my friend. Yeah, well, Michigan football won the Big Ten title last night. Locked that in. They're going to the... Oh, yeah. yeah. Now you got to fuck with Ohio State again. <laughs> you think oh, is, that how they, is that how that works? Uh, yeah. yeah so gonna... you could actually hit... So from this point on, is it like, all right, now we just figure out who plays in the bowl games? Or are there additional yeah. games? They're just going to order the top four. Georgia's going to be one. Michigan's going to be two. And I think they should. What they need to do is put Ohio State at three and Bama at four. And then that's what everybody wants for TV ratings. It's all about ratings. None of this shit. This is all fugazi. It's oh, all then that's what they'll do, right? All a smoke. It's all smoke and mirrors. They just want. Wow, dude. 
So that oh, would okay, be that okay. would garner the, the the highest numbers, the highest ratings, more ad revenue, da 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 da. You yeah. know how it fucking works. And so that's likely what'll happen, but we'll see. It's fucking that's ranking. the game. That's the fucking game. <laughs> <laughs> These rankings the game, feel dude. like they're they're established by like, you know, Chuck E. Cheese games, you know, whack-a-mole and fucking ski ball, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I, I don't know how any of that works. Like, it's like, oh, okay, Michigan was like is undefeated. Yeah, you know, capitalism and have, brand. Didn't have you know, branding works though. It's you schedule. know, branding and yeah. money work. So it's no. Different. Well, yeah, and I think so. I think you're probably right. You know, if if it's good for ratings, that's probably what they'll do because they want Michigan and Ohio State to play again. Is that is that the thing? That'd so be amazing. There, yeah. There's one round of playoffs, and then oh, there's yeah. The yep, there's four. Yeah, it's like a Final Four. So. Yeah, gotcha. why not have Michigan and Ohio State play and have Alabama and Georgia play who are rivals? And then whoever wins that, they play. There you them. go. Yeah. Money itself isn't lost or made. It's simply uh, transferred from <laughs> one reception to another. Yes, Gordon. <laughs> like magic. Like magic. It is. The college football playoff is like magic. So, hey, congratulations, Michigan. You did it. Congratulations, Good. Christine McVie, on living a life. You're dead now. One day we'll all die, and we won't get another chance at this. You think you will. I know a lot of you out there entertain the fantasy that you're going to get another go at this. You really do. You won't tell anybody outwardly, but you you really do think it's going to happen. But it's not. Yes. It's not. Hope, oh, yeah. Hope is not a strategy. You can't just hope <laughs> for a next life. Because Wait, are you taking that? For, <laughs> you ta- oh, I think that's that's a, a that might be a millennialism or something. No, there's a commercial. Uh, somewhere. Oh, it's... I think it's Luke Nowacki. He's a local financial dude. He advertises on some local podcasts. He says, hope is not a financial strategy for the, the market. Yeah. There so, you go. I think yeah, he stole that, is... dude. Copyright. Okay. Fuck. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Lewicki or whoever you said. Luke Nowacki? He's actually a pretty cool dude. He's a local. He's not a scumbag in financial world, in the financial world, which is very unusual. So. I will give him credit for that. I exchanged emails, a couple conversations with him once. I never committed any money to him oh, wow. directly, but uh, so he's out of say, finance, bro. Do you know if he has a Tesla no. or not? I don't know if he has a Tesla or not. It doesn't seem like he would. That Luke smile of his. Anyways, <laughs> so what's been going on, guys? Uh, you know, this is our second Sunday show in a row. We've got one email, and we get a quick one, so we just knocked this out real quick. It's from Danny. He says, this was the best Scott's plan ever. No. Wow. Yes. That's what Danny said. Hey. You know, I haven't, you know, I haven't rolled back the tape because I don't, I don't listen to yeah. this show. I don't, I don't rate, subscribe, or like this podcast. <laughs> um, so I can, I can't. <laughs> you say don't rate or subscribe to this podcast. Do not rate, subscribe, or listen to this podcast. Like, <laughs> no. uh, a... It seemed like a, it seemed like a bunk version. You, you threw me in the fucking ocean. I wasn't. I should have been planning for it, but I wasn't. Now the best ones are unplanned, and I think Scott, Definitely. Danny is very, very. Um, I think his status. And what he thinks of Scott's plan. His opinion means a lot. So I'm going to go with Danny on that one. Thank you, Danny. He also says, I watched Nope this week and loved it. Did anybody watch Nope? Boy. You know, I, I wanted to love that. Maybe it was, it's probably all on me, but I didn't finish it. I rented it, too. I spent money on it. And oh, wow. I had a half an hour through it, and I was like, this is some bullshit. 
But wow! Again, uh, yet another movie wow, I didn't dude. finish because I just <laughs> didn't have the energy. Uh, I, Luke Smiley. I understand. I probably should finish it. Uh, I've loved Jordan Peele as a director thus far. So, but, but uh, just being a little unfair to him, maybe on this one. But I did not like. No but you, no one told you to turn it off. No, I just couldn't watch it. I was like, this sucks. Yeah. So yeah. it's okay. Isn't that interesting? Like. Like, don't you feel like you oftentimes consume art, you know, music, film, etc. You're reading something and you're in the wrong headspace and you unfairly yes. write it off. Like, I'm very I'm really strong with my opinions, like as all, all three of us are. <laughs> yes. And then you but we're all we all have the capacity to walk back our strong feelings and say, you know what? Maybe I wasn't in the right space. I don't think I was paying attention. Yes. I don't. Oh well, gosh! Uh, every I, every yeah. music take I had in the first like eight months of this podcast, I look back and I'm like that might have been a little harsh. <laughs> oh, like, oh shit! Like Faith No More actually kind of rips. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I think I think honestly, probably it was just headspace. You know, sometimes I oh, I used boy. to think the best way. I still kind of think this one of the best ways to watch movies on your, you know, never ending movie Tours. list. Everybody has a never ending movie list is to just watch something you're not in the mood for or just what just go in order, you know, go in order that you wrote them down. And uh, I feel like that's some of the best ways to be like surprised and actually enjoy enjoy something because it hooks you. It hooks you. Me and um, Leanne watched uh, Kinsey last night. You guys remember that wow. movie? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of penis and vagina in that one. A fascinating film about sexuality and the rise. It's funny. It's actually shocking that this Puritan culture back in the 30s and the 40s were willing to accept Kinsey's exploration of sexuality from a scientific point of view, but then they cut it off. They snapped it off real quick, just like a woman's like, no, nah, I'm snapping this off. No more. I think that's that's the point, though. They didn't quite... They didn't really accept it. It's just it's uh, the more... Yeah, the, the movie presents it. And it goes, the more of a reaction you're going to get from one side, and then it just goes back and forth. But eventually, all the reactionary elements, or all the um, dissidence is going to get uh, smothered in the uh, true reactionary. Yeah, I've got a question for you guys. This is interesting um, because of... This is interesting because of Peter Sarsgaard. I have to ask you guys this. You know, uh, Luke, you're married. Mike, we're in relationships. I don't know if you're I'm married. a man. I'm 40. I'm a, hell yeah, dude. But do you guys have, in you in your relative relationships, do you have, like, artists, musicians, actors, actresses, da-da-da, that you just have both bonded over? In our, in Stephanie and I's relationship, Peter Sarsgaard is just one of these weird outlying actors that we both like have a crush on and it's strange i was wondering if you no if either of you guys are just like yeah we're super into bradley cooper in our relationship or something which is also mm. maybe that's maybe i'm projecting because bradley cooper is kind of another one uh idris yeah. elba always a favorite oh, yeah, that's good that is a very oh, good yeah leanne loves yep. him she said it out loud we watched yeah. something with him we watched the molly's game a couple weeks ago she's like oh i oh, love yeah, him there you go. 
Yeah, yeah you can lock screen. Yeah, it's something. A, it's, a just, of, uh, it's a mix of bonding over it and both wanting to have have a sexual relations, relationship. and then also also me wanting to like be him and her wanting me. Don't to be, be that him. guy. <laughs> so, it's, yeah, life it all goals. feeds into itself. I know. Yeah, it's really it's funny when you when you kind of bond over this uh, a personality with your significant other, and you're like, why do we both really love this person? We both want to fuck him or her. <laughs> You know, or you're just arm in arm over Idris Elba. I mean, uh, what is that? One, uh, this is America, one, Jack. One we don't both want to have sex with is uh, is Adam Scott. She loves him. And, oh, okay. Uh, I, I love him too. I think he's a great. I think he's a great. I think he's hilarious. I don't. Yeah, I don't want to have sex with him though. So funny in Step Brothers. Uh, really unsung hero of that movie. Yes. Oh and, my God, there's a woman who looked like Adam like, Scott in Kindy last night. He's so cool. Really? <laughs> it's, it's so funny you mentioned that. I'm dead ass. We paused the movie. And I'm like, who is, is that Adam Scott? And I showed her a picture. I'm like, oh, my God, yeah, she looks just like Adam Scott. She was a bit character in one scene, which actually, oddly enough, featured John Krasinski as her boyfriend. So young really? John Krasinski, like his first movie, this is 2004. He just plays one bit scene with this woman. They come to Kinsey to talk about ridiculous sexual uh, understandings of the time, <laughs> like like oral sex causes pregnancy, which is written in books verbatim. It's so stupid. Um, well, I guess your next one just like watching. Uh, should be watching that one on Kellogg's. What's that called? Oh, uh, the Road to Wellville. That's a great Road one. to Wellville. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Watch Hilarious. that next. Yeah, just get all twisted in your head. It's the real world, man. I mean, John Lithgow oh. in Kinsey. John Lithgow plays this guy who's just so seems like a guy from a relic of a lifetime ago, but really it's only like a hundred years ago that these masturbation <laughs> sleeves were put on kids and shit to prevent them from masturbating. It's horrendous. God, it's so awful. Actually, the movie you should watch is White Ribbon. <laughs> Ooh, White Haneke? Ribbon. Buckle, buckle in for White Ribbon, yeah. That's oh, it. all about, it's literally all about the, like the tail end of the Victorian era that goes right into like, you know, Nazism. And that's like Wilhelm Reich was talking about too, you know, this sexually suppressive environment creating violence you know eventually it has to go somewhere that energy goes somewhere that's true wow i was thinking uh i had a random I'm a thought man. To, I'm 40. Yeah, i i was watching shit something popped up and saw francis mcdormand's name and i was like why every time someone asks me who my favorite actors are they're always men but whenever I see someone like Frances McDormand, I'm like, Jesus Christ, this woman can fucking kill it. She is like one of the greatest actors of all time. Uh, I love her as a character actor. She doesn't really do a ton of lead stuff. And if she does, it's independent films. But like, who are the top women? You know? Yeah. Hmm. I feel like now, there's just some built in. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. Are They are who we thought they were, basically. The, by the way, I dropped this. A picture in the private chat. I want you guys to double check this Adam Scott doppelganger from a female perspective. I wish we had the. Oh my the god! Yes, she. If she did her hair exactly like Adam Scott, and <laughs> and if her nose was a little more prominent, but yes, she's got it's that same like that like where all the features are like in a small spot in the center of her face. <laughs> the eyes are close together. The nose is high up. The mouth is too close to the nose. Oh man. Yeah. Great. I love rumors. <laughs> yeah. Like somebody kinda... did that pitch zoom on her face and like just pulled the inner stuff together. Yeah. Kind of the, kind of the snarly kind of shit lip. Like you're, you're, you're sniffing yeah. something like you're, you kind of shit lip. You're smelling something unpleasant. 
kind of every phase. time i see that woman i have no idea who she is every time i see her i'm like how did she become an act i don't understand she's successful enough you know she's been doing it for years it's kind of like a sneer like adam scott sort of has like a like an rbf all the time you know it kind of looks like he he's does. sneering and smelling yes. garbage juice all the time like, very judgmental <laughs> looking yeah garbage juice it's not yeah, his he's fault it's, a dish it's, tank. It's, it's his physiognomy is just as such Ooh, ew. yeah he's been working a dish tank his whole life she has he has it's awful <laughs> fucking stinks back there that shit, dirt water. <laughs> Call nine one one. Yeah, crazy. they just so both crazy. seem like they are. They're about. They're around a bunch of gray water, like all the time. Ew, gray water. Uh, so yeah. So uh, by actresses, Meryl Streep. I mean Meryl Streep. I was oh, literally going to say Meryl Streep doesn't count. She's she doesn't count. Not. Yeah, she's something else. What about uh, Cher? Huh? I don't know. What about Kate no. Blanchett? There you go. She's there's good. A, there's a grand dame of the uh, of the industry. I, I watched something about uh, auto-tune, the rise of auto-tune last week, man. It was awesome. It was so fascinating to see how much shit that T-Pain has gotten. <laughs> T-Pain became depressed for five years, apparently, like truly depressed, because so many people said he ruined music because he... Oh, was that that was, pop show? The, that like, This uh, is pop. Yeah, that's pop. great. This is pop, yeah. Yeah, that is really Strongly good. watch all those episodes. There's one on mm-hmm. Boys to Men, which is great. Motown Billy's back again. Is that the one where they have the um, ABC BBD? Mm. Where you find out that like these Swedish nerds were like churning out all of your favorite late nineties pop music. Yeah. And and even currently if shit, we don't listen to it all now, but they're still turning it out. Yeah. Yeah. Does it like, uh, does this show actually use like the pop-up, like the pop-up video style? No, no, no. Did you guys love that? I loved pop-up video. That shit needs to be. Of course I did. That was yeah, pre basically early internet days before the internet. So then pop you, up video. It's basically like having the internet plugged into your video with pop ups. Right. Yeah. So you and didn't then, have to yeah, the two screen thing it comes later. Yeah, you they know? were basically like bullshit. kind of wicking shit while you were watching the video, which is awesome. That's yeah, a, exactly. that concept needs to come back. That is for today. I mean, that was twenty years ahead of its time. That would that would be brilliant yeah. today. Child, please. Absolutely. I would, yeah. I don't think uh, there probably is a version of that on the internet or YouTube or something. But uh, I will say that Cher was the one who first used auto tune and pop music, according to historical records. So that movie or that song, ninety, in... <laughs> yeah, that... life after love. <laughs> People were amazed. They're like, "What is that sound? What is going oh, yeah. on there?" Cue that up. What is that? Let's listen to all five minutes of that right now. <laughs> it... Oh my God! It's it is four minutes long. No, yeah, she look. is. Oh, Come on. All right. I want you guys Late to comment on the attractiveness. Come on. Is Cher hot? No. Because I never. No. I mean, we don't. We need to sit in judgment of every woman. But I do believe Cher needs to be judged because she's been around for a long, long time. And consider this beauty. Maybe 70s. No, she's exotic. Actress. She has She has a look. She literally has a look that, like, nobody else has. And so I, I get it. Yeah. I mean, I get the fascination with her because... She's a fascinating looking I, woman. <laughs> I, t- I went on Google and typed in share and what auto-populated was Chernobyl today. <laughs> Which is obviously something that I uh, typed in last week. Auto-tune, Cher? the rise of auto-tune. There it is. Yeah! Oh my God! I feel like it's not-
like I'm stocking shelves at CVS right now. I was just going to say that. I was like, what job were you working where you were stocking a shelf? I was, I was stocking I was at CVS at 99, yeah. Staples. This reminds me of uh, yeah. stocking shelves Staples, at Staples. CVS. I was working at uh, Ace, Aco. Ace or Aco? Which one's which? Oh. Boy, you keep surprising me with these. Uh, you, there's a new one every time I talk to you about your jobs. Something just you sure you were working at Perry Drug Store? <laughs> this is in Dearborn. This is right on Michigan Ave in Dearborn in like that hot spot there, right in the heart of Dearborn. There's a plaza and there's a Acer yes. or a maybe you were at, an Ace. Maybe you were working at Potbelly Sandwich Works at the time. Yeah, is that possible? No. I did never work at a Potbelly. Did you ever work at a sandwich place? You ever work at never worked at a pop place? belly. Um, never worked at a subway. Never worked at a pop belly. Have you ever worked at a Chi Chi's Mexican restaurant? Never, my mom worked Ooh. at a Chi Chi's in 1986, briefly. So Mike and I both worked at Chili's, from. though. We did both work oh, yeah. at Chili's. I did. I did two tours of duty at two different Chili's in the region of Michigan. <laughs> two different regions of Michigan. So. But that, that Ace was fun. I remember. Th- because I was in the back room when Wilt Chamberlain died. That was fall 99. Wilt Chamberlain. Everybody was talking about how many women he had sex with. So. It's all and this was on. Uh, this was on. Uh, Sugar Ray was game. always on. Yeah. yeah. All these. Uh, Mambo number five. All these same songs were yeah. on this, this station that uh, they were playing. How bizarre by OMC. Probably. Very close. Moved by but. Santana and Rob Thomas. There I actually had three jobs. Three or four jobs within that first month of fall. Because I had the ace job. I worked at a cottage inn on University of Michigan Dearborn's campus for like two weeks. And that's where Mumble Number 5 was played like every day. Oh, and God. then I finally got hired at the Texas, no, Lone Star Steakhouse. It's not Texas Roadhouse. It's Lone Star Steakhouse, which really don't exist God. anymore. Lone, Lone Stars are gone. That was over on Telegraph and in Dearborn. Is that where you threw the peanuts on Michigan. the ground? Yeah, it was one of those places, I believe so. Yes, yeah, I, I do. Yeah, peanuts on the ground. Yeah, yeah, it is. Kristen worked at one of those up at Central, so yeah, she she yeah. told me about that. Oh my God! Well, those and all yeah. those jobs uh, were in that one fall, right? <laughs> it was like five. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I locked in on Lone like Star for a while. Span. Well, I, when I got the Lone Star job, I locked in on that for a while because I made pretty decent money there as a waiter. Believe it or not, you could actually make money there. Oh, as yeah. a server, you I I lived I lived a life at nineteen as a server. It's possible, which Definitely. I'm not a bitch. Yeah, I'm not a sexy woman either. So, yeah, I man, I made a I made a decent living. Uh, the first job I got after I graduated from college was at Olive Garden. It was like one of the highest grossing Olive Gardens in the country. Genius, genius, wow. genius! Was a genius move. You know, you could walk with like two two bucks on a Saturday night in the smoking section. I remember that Lone Star. (laughs) (laughs) That Lone Star burned a lot of that new country from '99 in my head because all they played at Lone Star was country music over the overhead speakers all night long. So Faith Hill and all that new country shit, which really he's got a lot of Shania in there. I'm sure that came. I think that came right after. I think was Shania in. Was that '99? Shania feels like he's been around since the '80s, but holy shit! Do you know that Shania Twain has one of the Top 10 all-time highest-selling albums ever. Do you guys know this to this day? doesn't surprise me, I guess. It surprised me because it was mixed in with Rumors, which we talked about earlier from Fleetwood Mac, and yeah. Dark Side of the Moon, and then there's Come On Over from Shania Twain. <laughs> I'm like, what? What the oh, fuck? First of all, she was an international star, and uh, those country people don't fuck around, man. 
There's a she lot was of them. Like, she was pop. And she was slash, pop. So she, she crossed pop all slash that. country, right? Yep. Yeah. I don't know. That's weird to me. I, I don't even. What's the song? Man, I feel like a woman. Is that the only one I can think of? Uh, that, <laughs> that don't impress me much is the one I remember. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, now we're starting Brad to get some Bitter. hits here. Impress me much. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're listening got- to the show, you're welcome. <laughs> we're going to get all in your face and point how out many, your faults. How, <laughs> how many monthly listens does Shania Twain have on Spotify per month? Monthly listeners. Monthly listeners. Over 20. One million. Uh, we're in between there. It's ten point nine million. So I'm sure Matt would have got that right on the head. Yes, where's yeah. Matt? Yeah, totally. Do we have a Matt drop? Let's go, girls. Yeah! <laughs> Woo! This rips, dude. Doesn't it? That guitar is like, yeah, that's that's, that's pretty <laughs> metal, yeah, that, dude. That's, that's like a kind of like a gauzy down. like ACDC lick. Go Tigers. <laughs> and you want me to change? Fuck you. Wow, that's yeah, this is a woman I I only remember some videos and people she did have a great turn in I Heart Huckabees where she just part say, of the movie. I was just going to say she like the tuna sandwich, right? The, the chicken with no mayo. No mayo. So Shania, she was a sandwich, no mayo. Oh, is so Jude, funny. Uh, real quick, is Jude Law overrated or underrated? Ooh, uh, okay. I think he's over rated. in general, but with the right director, he's great. I mean, he was great in Road to Perdition. Yeah, uh, we watched. I made Stephanie watch uh, Talented Mr. Ripley last week, which I he's fucking hilarious in that. Movie. He's good in that. Is it Playboy? It's like a perfect match for. Yeah, him. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's like Tom Cruise rated. playing Frank Frank Mackey. He's proper properly rated. Okay, I think he's properly rated. Yeah, he's got some well, ups and downs. I mean, I How handsome is Jude on the scale? He doesn't one. love it. He can leave it. I've never found him to be very handsome, but the girls yeah. would disagree. I would say he's like a high seven, maybe. Seven. He's like a he seven. doesn't love it. He can leave it. <laughs> Booyah. <laughs> Jude Law, properly rated, I think. Rock solid. Solid properly dude. Properly rated, okay. But yeah, that was a busy fall in 99. You know, Will Chamberlain died. Payne Stewart died in that weird plane accident where they lost the oxygen and they just flew around for a while dead in there until they what? crashed oh that yeah is. that's how Payne pain stewart was a golfer who wore the i love the knee highs i love the knickers and those are a lot of fun so i'm always yeah. i appreciate the outfits of Payne stewart wore he looked like an old school racist golfer like he he wasn't racist <laughs> as far as i know but you know like the the bagger bants racist golfers of the old time yeah. days bagger bants you say yeah. bagger bants yeah <laughs> bagger bants Vagbands, Vagabond, oh Vagabond Bands. I watched that movie so I don't know what it was. I watched that movie so much. I loved it. And then later on I was like, oh gosh, that's the uh that's the dreaded, you know, Black Savior uh film. It's Uh-oh. like the perfect example of it. I find that, like you said, Scott, like less interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Matt. Matt said it all right there. Thanks, Matt. Yep. Thank you, Matt. Uh so yeah, you know, 1999, that was a great year for jobs. And once I settled on Lone Star, I was there for a while. I remember being at Lone Star in the early afternoon for the miracle in Nashville, the Tennessee Titans, the miracle What's throw that? across the field. What do they call that thing? The fucking Nash? What do they call it? The what? They, what's the name for? It? They all have a moniker. The uh, let's see. Come on, help me out here. Oh, 
What do they call that fucker? The one where Frank Wycheck throws it across the field and they run it down and they win at the buzzer against the Bills. The Tennessee Titans play in Tennessee. Oh, Music City Miracle. That's what it is. Okay, I got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was might have been a forward pass. A lot of a lot of debate about that one. But oh, I okay. Being, I remember that now because of the forward pass thing. Yeah, it was a kickoff where they ran it back on yep. a lateral and with no time left. That's like so hard to do. So rare to see that. So that was fun. I've queued it I, uh, up because I do want to see this. Yes. Well, I mean, it's real close, but I don't know if you could overturn that call. They did have replay in 99, and there was, in fact, a very controversial replay call later in the playoffs of that year with Bert Emanuel and the Tampa Bay Bucks versus the Rams. But either way, Shania Twain, 1999. I don't know why the fuck we're talking about any of this. Um, I don't know how. Yeah, I mean, here. I've gone so far as to Google what <laughs> happened in 1999. I'm looking through some lists. It wasn't actually really that interesting. Nothing. No, 20 things wow, you don't dude. remember about 1999. And it's like, no, uh, there's a lot of people who push a recent narrative oh. that 1999 was the best year for film ever. That's a that's a narrative that's out there now. Oh, oh come film? on. I'm fuck that. It's bit. It's not the. I've heard it from a lot of different sources. I'm just saying. I'm a just saying. Are they all reading the same article and then just repeating that? They might be, but I'm just saying. Did, I've heard it from different so many areas. Independently, come up with 1999 as a magic year for film. Well, take a look at what came out. I think a lot of people like to lock on a Fight Club, which I think is overrated. So. Way overrated. Yeah, that doesn't hold up after repeated. That's not like that's not better than Godfather. So, I mean, how can that be the best? <laughs> Fight Club is not better than Godfather. I don't know if that's true. I, don't, I mean, I don't like Fight Club that much. I, I never really watched Godfather more than once. I, either, would as, so. I would assume it's slightly objective, but I guess you could you could disagree. Hmm. Well, I don't know. Oh, yeah. The most, the most interesting thing on this list is that kids robbed each other for Pokemon cards. That was happening in 1999. That's, Can't do that's, it. There's some, that's layered. That's a layered... Kind of socioeconomic thing there. Can't do it. So yeah, you had 19... Magnolia. You had Magnolia. You had Talented oh, yeah. Mr. Ripley. That's a good okay, one. I mean, it's a good one. You had Three Kings. Uh, but Not then my favorite like, David O. Russell, but it's a good movie. I feel like it's a it's a year where a lot of a lot of like uh, new directors kind of like broke into the scene. So I could see why you would think that '99 is this great uh, this great year. Because Green you Mile. Do, you, you have Fincher, you've got Paul Thomas Anderson. Uh, oh, the Green Mile was a big hit. Oh, yeah, Frank Darabont, right? And We're in hell right now. David O. Russell and, uh, God, who did uh, uh, American Beauty? Sam Mendez. Uh, Mendez. Mendez. Yeah. So, Directed by Mor the Moribund or the Morose or the, you know, the Morose Alan Ball or written by Alan Ball. The Moribund. That's a good word. The Moribund. Right. Oh, Tonight okay. on the Moribund. Ooh, I'd like to introduce you to the word corpulent. While oh, this subject. movie also came out in 1999. Yeah. And I just happened to have a, a clip of it. Wow, this was meant Eyes to be. Woohoo. Eyes wide shut. This one, too. Gotta get to work. That's right. That's right. I keep the ladies creaming. Can you, that's like oh. in a commercial. I keep the ladies creaming. Yeah, he's doing that's a Metrex commercial. Metrex used to be a big deal back then. Everybody drank their Metrex milkshakes, their their oh, protein yeah. shakes. Get your Metrex in. Weight yeah. gainers. Yeah, people doing weight gainers. You'd have to oh, go yeah. to like here's one, uh, to get that shit. Here's one in 99, a uh, movie called Bo Travai. It's translated as good work, but that's from Claire Denis, and that's an absolute masterpiece. So... 
There's a yeah. Eyes Wide Shut is in here. I love Any Given Sunday. That was in '99. That's a fun movie. That's a Thirteenth Warrior is one of the most fun, like crazy ass movies I've ever seen. Oh, I never saw that one. Yeah, there's a lot probably That's I haven't seen from that year that I need to go back and look at. We're actually doing Fight Club on Cinema Nine next week because our guest will be Paul Freeling. He's coming on the show and he chose Fight Club. So it's apropos that I we're know, discussing he, this. He loves Fight Club. He used to. I, I mean, I don't know if he still does or not. Maybe that's why he chose it because he was, you're right, he was synonymous. Our friend Paul, like, he loved Fight yeah. Club. And yes, Fincher. it was, it really had a huge influence. Well, and on he him. knows Fincher. And he too. works ask, in fucking movies. So, yeah, ask him, ask him about that. He like go on smoke breaks with David Fincher. This one happened in 2005. This wasn't 1999. This happened in 2005. And since uh, you ripped on Michigan earlier, I got to give you this. A miscalculation there, and you're upset. Tell yeah, me about it. Yeah, very upset. We should have been in a ball game with fast field goal. The coach had sent him in. We shouldn't have sent him in. That's a damn coaching mistake. That's, the kids are playing their tail off, and the coaches are screwing it up. <laughs> give me a, <laughs> give me a, ship's going now. <laughs> Yeah, all That's all your timer, man. Oh, it's amazing. God, it's so Coach underrated. Rants. Coach rants are so good. We should do a show where we just play a coach rant and we try <laughs> to get into elements of it that have never been talked about. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go into psychology. We'll go into we'll do a deep dive into, you know, like psychos. Every coach, basically, it, everyone understands, right? Every college and especially pro football coach is completely insane they're psychopaths they're completely <laughs> unrelatable they're maniacs or sociopaths <laughs> you have to be you have to be to to be a yeah it's, so you're not going to be like some kind of democratic uh you, you can't rule like that it's got to be a dictatorship yeah which <laughs> is i find really it. fascinating because we are upset this country's obsession with sport is is, is well yeah. documented and we're oh, basically yeah. rooting for for just complete fucking goofballs. That's it's, pretty um, mild. Eh? It always reminds me. Uh, it's Noam Chomsky said uh, sports um, sports encourages uh, attitudes of submission to authority, and I think that's kind of says it all in a nutshell. Yeah. Oh, it sure does. Especially football. And football always includes a lot of Christ and Christianity yeah. more than well, any sure in the military. You know, now that the military is also like you know bought bought up a big chunk of uh, you know the eyeballs on every sporting event. You know, so mm -hmm. it's a mm -hmm. this is a definitely a hegemonic enterprise. Yeah. See Colin Kaepernick. Uh, why? Why that man just yeah, right? <laughs> that's the whole story right there in a nutshell. Well, look. I don't know. Yeah, and then he signed with Nike, didn't he? Um, because he's he's a man of principle. Oh, and he got <laughs> he got paid a shitload of money by the NFL too. He's loaded, so hopefully he's giving yeah. it back. I don't you know, wouldn't cry. You wouldn't sell out. You wouldn't sell out. Yeah, yeah, right. I would never sell out. Look, I don't I'd know what's right or what's wrong, what's hegemonic or what isn't, but I do know this. Don't you ever fart on my tits again? <laughs> That's what I know. Do you have like on your soundboard? Is there like a a note to what the button is? Does it say like fart and tits on it? This one just says so you know what the button it, is. All I see is don't you ev don't you ev. I just loaded that one up because I got that from. Anyone know what that's from and who that is? I think don't that's Amy ever. Adams, right? It sounds that's like right. It. Fart on my tits yeah. again. Very good. Right. That is Amy Adams. You nailed nice. that. Very I got good. the I got the voice. I just don't know. But what why the fuck would she ever say that? It's gotta don't be you ever. 
fart. I mean, it's not sharp objects. Talladega Nights or something. It would be an absurdist film. You're on the right track with absurdity, but it's not a movie. It's a it's a show. She was on Mr. Galifianakis's show. Then, oh my god, that's right. uh, uh, That's between two ferns. Between two ferns. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He leaned. It's so funny. He just. That's always really fun for rewatch. It is. Those are, I've seen them all, I feel like. But then I was like, oh, wait, I don't think I've seen this Amy Adams one. So they always pop up. And then there was actually a movie on Netflix. Yeah. Between Two Ferns, the movie. It was movie, actually I, really funny. Was it it's really? really good. I, yes, it was. I'm like, is this, I feel like I watched it for 20 minutes and I was, I just couldn't take it anymore or something. I, That's putting it mildly. Maybe I'm wrong about that. I don't know. I'll have to go back and That's check another it out. one. Maybe you got to be in the right headspace for it. If you're like busy doing something else or you got serious shit on your mind, that's, <laughs> that ain't going to work. <laughs> I mean, he had fucking Obama on there. That was funny. So I got to give him credit for that. That's yeah, okay. Here it is. Him pimping for Obama. Hello. How are you doing? Um, good. Thanks. Hi. Amy Adams is here. Everybody. Hi. You have uh, red hair and. Um, yes, I do. I do. Guess what? They used to call me in high school. Cinnamon muff. <laughs> no, they didn't call me cinnamon muff. What do they call you? Firecrotch. <laughs> no, strawberry shortcake, small child's doll. You know, uh, I, I find you to be a wonderful actress. And uh, Thank you. Can I give you uh, an acting challenge? Okay. Um, I'm going to show you a line, and then I'm hoping that you could do it with much as much weight and gravity to it <laughs> as possible. Okay. Uh, it's a pretty serious line. <laughs> Here it comes. I'll say action. Action. Don't you ever fart on my tits again. <laughs> there you go. Man, you know what? Great. great for her being in such an awesome sport about that. Hell she's, yeah. She's awesome. She's so cool. Yeah, I fucking so love cool. There you go. Let's cir- circle back to awesome actresses. There there yes. she is. That might be... There's- that might be the one. God, the I fighter. Mean, she's up there. she's the, have you seen, you've seen the fighter? That movie. She of course I have. Rails yeah. in that movie. Well, Faye Dunaway. David o. Russell? About I Faye love Dunaway. David o. Russell. So. I'm missing. But wait, 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 wait. The first time I saw Amy Adams, I remember like stopping. I was like, "Who is that? I got. Who are you?" She was in 2002. Steven Spielberg's Catch Me If You Can, and she played that yeah. assistant at the doctor's office. And that was the oh, first yeah. time I saw her in a movie. I'm like, "Who is that? Who are you? You're fascinating." And ever since then, I've been a fan. I mean, have you seen Sharp Objects? Sharp Objects is great. That's a good like mini series. Yeah, just for her, for her, for just to lock in on her. Or Nocturnal Animals. uh, Tom Ford's Nocturnal Animals. Was that any good? No, it was. uh, It was actually really bad. (laughs) Was Um, it? Because I couldn't figure it out. No, it's it's an insanely it's an insanely like kind of sadomasochistic movie, or or maybe um it it forces you into such uh, bizarre relationship to to like wanting violence in such a peculiar way and tom ford is i think he's obsessed with uh, sexual perversion in a way that is a little um and to me I, I feel like it's it's kind of youthful or, or childish or something two little mice but it's a very it's a, a very yeah it's a very purient movie and I thought it was it's watchable. I mean, it looks good, and sure. I was I was into it for a while, but I just yeah. What's his face? Aaron Aaron Taylor very Johnson. Icky. He was good in it. Just made me feel very icky. But Amy Adams in that hot as hell. That was like 
top tier level hotness for her. Yeah, it's 2016's Nocturnal Animals. If you haven't seen it, folks, go check it out. Rent it now at your local. Just kidding. Download it for free on the internet. <laughs> and don't make. Yeah, that I feel like Tom Tom oh, yeah. Ford. Tom Ford would make a movie that was the entire uh, that the one sin from uh, Seven, where like the guy has to use the the knife uh, dildo. Yeah, you, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I feel like that. The, I feel like if Tom dick. Ford was to make that movie, it would knife be dick. all about that. It would be all about that underground, like sex just scene. about that one. It would sin just be instead that, of the yeah. Seven Sins. Oh, like, okay. that's where his. That's like where his like brain is at. That's putting it mildly. Wow. I think people are stunned to hear that, but I'll lock that in as a solid Maybe. Maybe. Maybe yeah. I need to re- rewatch it. I don't know. Let us know. If I only watch it once. This. Yeah, I watch it once and I didn't care to watch it again. So what the fuck do I know? All I know is that yesterday, my our friend Corey, uh, he sent me a picture of Jalen Rose's car with his license plate. Are you guys be surprised to know that Jalen Rose has a <laughs> personalized license plate? Would that shock anybody? Mm, no. Okay, I didn't think so. Yeah. No, he's, he's a Michigan Wolverine. Yeah, it says <laughs> J Rose 5. It says J Rose 5. Jalen Rose, not shy about who he is. And I love Jalen Rose. I, I, I want to ask you, do you like Jalen Rose as a non-Michigan person? I just think as a dude, Jalen Rose is a cool dude. Uh, no, I don't give a fuck about Jalen Rose. Oh, I think he's a pretty cool Am I representative. I don't, I don't know. Oh, he's a I cool just... representative for the city as opposed to like... I don't know anybody like Mike, Mayor Mike Duggan. Fuck that guy. I'm not gonna. I don't want to think about him as a representation of Detroit. Here we go again. I just <laughs> Molly. I don't know. Like Molly. <laughs> Molly Kiram seems like a goddamn fucking bobblehead on a. On a who, who, wait, who's that? That's his wife, right? Molly Kiram. Who? Molly Kiram. Yeah. Oh God, who, she does. She does the show with Stephen A. She's like the moderator on. Oh my God! I never watched Stephen ESPN, A. So. And and whatever is i gotta look this up dingus uh i'm shocked right now yell at each other on first take or whatever the fuck that show is called molly curum wow this is like whole news to me i have no idea oh that's her oh boy i just hate the shill shit i i just i hate when you know you're watching like a product of oh yeah like the blue wall okay well let me be clear I like Jalen Rose's show that he does, his show, Jalen and Jacoby. That's a podcast where they talk about all kinds of shit all the time. I love that show. I don't know keep anything about Yeah. Like, do they keep, they, talk, they keep it real on there? They keep it. Oh, yeah. They're keeping they it real all the time. <laughs> yeah. Does anybody, do they ever talk about, like, you know, behind the scenes, like crazy fucking basketball shit? Of course he does. That's the best part. Jalen Rose played the in the NBA. For- story I've ever heard? Yeah, let's hear it. All right. So there's this guy that I know, and he knows a girl who likes to dance over at, uh, I believe it's Legends. She happens to know she happens to know many of the Pistons intimately and Mm. potentially all in the same night. Oh, nice! They do enjoy that. Mm -hmm. Can't say any names now because I realize that's probably (laughs) not a good idea. But suffice I have no to say, clue who you'd be talking about, and I don't care. I don't know. Six, seven, six, seven years ago, all the Pistons yeah. ran trains on these girls. Uh, Hell yeah! Legends. 
Those aren't those aren't rumors. But okay? I, what I don't get though is like the the rich, the like, okay, the super wealthy, or or even just these groups of athletes. I have heard so many weird stories of like sexual deviance that are. It's not sexual deviance. It's the fact that they're Uh-oh. like they have these like suppressed. So the anti Kinsey group just showed up in here. No, oh, no, they've boy. got the no, no. <laughs> Shut up. They've got the so, like, you suppressed. Failed. Uh, like homeowner homoerotic stuff. So like it comes out in these locker rooms and shit. And like I've I've heard bona fide stories, uh, verified stories of like the baseball team at Eastern all getting together and masturbating with each other Hell in the yeah. same room. Hell yeah. Maybe not all of them, but you know. A good group because a professor of mine said he was there and they were trying <laughs> and, and he was in? the one that was really into it because he was crazy gay and he was like this is awesome oh. uh, i'm hanging out with a bunch of athletes and we're all whacking <laughs> off and just a so rousing a game blast. of okie cookie yeah he was having a blast but he got this sense that like man i don't know they <laughs> these like guys were living in a weird gray area like they, they couldn't fully it. embrace it you know they they were like we're not gay though you know that oh, is that oh yeah 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 it's like I'm jesus christ I'm 40. yeah john what we do we say we're, we're all we're like 80 percent straight yeah <laughs> yeah I was you play to, to win the game somewhere in the mid 80s hey. i'm a man i'm 40. you guys are all not 40 but they're over 21 probably and they're somewhere around 30 they could be 34. it depends if they're college age or if they're professional athletes a little bit older either way can't do it can't do it you can't beat off in the locker room like that. You got to take that off the premises. Take it to the hotel, and you finish them off there. That's what I say. You know, if you're gonna <laughs> beat off your, if your point guard's gonna beat off the starting five, take it to the hotel. Do it in style. Yeah, right? be a little fucking classy about it. For fuck's sake. Yeah. Like, so, speaking of beating off, I mean, you guys uh, caught this whole, <laughs> you guys caught this whole railroad strike thing. <laughs> I'm annoyed we have it. Transition. We had. Yeah. My God! Yeah, wow. speaking of speaking of beating off in people's faces, uh, did you see what Joe Biden did to them? I cannot what? play with them. Cannot Most win pro, with them. Cannot I coach just, with them. Can't do it. You can't coach. You can't coach win this, or play with beat offers. Yeah, this just needs to be said on our pod because I would feel uh, remiss if we did not we get have to at it. least one segment that says what the, f- the most pro. Union president since FDR is shutting down fucking unions and destroying workers, uh, workers' rights here. Where are we? He has still, still on his website to this day. He has a bold print uh, mission or campaign promise that says guaranteed seven days paid sick leave for every worker in in the American economy. What do what do the rail workers want? Seven days paid sick leave. What are they gonna get? Uh, about four. Uh, that's if they force this contract down their throat. Now, if we're lucky, we'll see a fucking strike on December 8th, and they should fucking use every bit of leverage they got right now. It's the fact that there would be such turmoil and it would disrupt the economy so bad is the very reason why they should use strike as a tool. Mm-hmm. It is the right? only fucking tool in their tool belt anymore. They've yeah. been dicked around for three fucking years working on this union contract, which is funny because if they do settle on this contract that the that Congress is potentially negotiating for them, they will be two years from now back in the same exact boat trying to renegotiate new terms. So it's a five year like span, but they've been working for three years in this five year window on this current contract. And all they've asked for are uh, seven days of paid sick leave and some, you know, minor improvements in like their their working conditions and whatnot. People got enough benefits from the state 
who are unemployed where they could actually make a decision to decide I'm not going to work a fucking shitty fucking job. Damn right, Matt. I think Hell we yeah. need I think we need Matt's uh, Matt's opinion that uh, Joe Biden was the right man for the times. Uh, (laughs) I wish uh, because I I can't stop thinking about that. Matt, you need to email the show. Hey, we're all all equally guilty because we voted for his ass. Guilty? No, no, not at all. That's pretty Uh, mild. No, I don't think that at all because at the time there was, I mean, it was more or less irrelevant. Uh, Nope, that's it. You'd be guilty if you voted for him in the primaries. If you That's vote for him in the primaries and, and didn't at least put your first choice out there. And if your first choice is Biden, then I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Look, man, I mean, Can you imagine everybody... if Bernie won in 2016 and we had eight oh, years of Bernie go. at this point. No, I can't take the time off work. Not to say that not to say that everything would have gone through, but like the the fucking pendulum would be in a different location. Where are we at in society today? Where are we? Seriously. Seven days paid sick leave. Think about that. 365 yeah, I, I heard, days a okay, year. Okay, all jokes aside, I heard there was a almost like 96-year-old law that says Congress can force them into yeah, working. The railway, um, like the yeah, the Railway, railway Bozo Act, Act of 1926. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Because, so he, because it's a crucial it's a crucial industry, but in the same way strike, that they right? did that to the... No, they can. Strike. What does that? What does that look like? Forcing, you you, forcing someone you into work. Exactly. Oh, you're right. Yeah, they can't. Even if they wanted to try to force them to work, they couldn't literally put them into the. No, literally, like if I don't pay, if I don't pay my student loans, like what does that look like? What is? Oh, you what, just go into work? default. Yeah. So yeah, what does that actually? Credit, what does that actually mean? Yeah. Like it means you can't get a mortgage. Sweet. I mean, my buddy, my buddy put it best like a decade ago when he went into massive student loan debt. He's like, and I've said it on this pod before, I'll pay my student loans when someone goes like this. <laughs> and you open the front door yeah. and someone like has like a pistol like pointed at you. With yeah, in cuffs, hand. yeah, fucking handcuffs. <laughs> We're in hell right now. All right, I got to uh, go. So we got to close the show up. Uh, it's all right, well, I'm glad, glad we at least... Got that you, dig in there on the Biden. You got the railroad stuff on the record. Get a union. We did. What are the best union songs? Or we do we gotta do Christine McVee. Christine McVee have a um, union centric song. We can do anything, although I will say uh Ooh, I had to uh, also I also also uh, put in there real quick, I forgot. Uh fucking Danny DeVito tweeted, Workers of the World Unite. <laughs> that was fucking sweet in response to the railway thing, yeah. And Kanye yeah, West DeVito. tweeted um anyways, what's oh, <laughs> yeah, Kanye West has to pay two hundred thousand dollars a month in alimony. How about that? Good. Wow. That's a that's a lot per month. I could, pay off, I could month. pay off my student loans in one month. Of course, wow. he could. The whole country could pay off all of our problems if they wanted to, but they actively choose not to because this keeps society the way the people. I could use executive, like executive order right now to lower theory. rents. He could use executive order theory. right now. It's just like when nope. the Queen of England died. She could have solved hunger in the world, no problem. She chose not to. They actively choose not to, folks. With These the jewels they stole theories. from the world. That's right. With exactly. all of the wealth, all of the ill-gotten fucking gains. Okay. Right, well, this something. is a good one to go what out about, on. Uh, what are we doing? Everything we're talking about. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Already you happened. Know, there's a lot of lies here. This is Christine McVie. Love you all. This Thanks for listening. This is Fleetwood. We love you guys. It's a safe pot yeah. at gmail.com. Send us more emails next week. We need more. <laughs>